the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by the College Football Experience. Get ready for the college football season by checking out all 131 college football team previews. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash CFB. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am in Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast corner of England. Uh, today's date is Tuesday, August the 23rd, and we are here to take you through a slate of 14 games MLB action for Wednesday, August the 24th. Uh, we have three wheels on tonight's show. First up, top right-hand corner, we'll start in uh, Mr. Noah Benick. Noah, what's happening? Uh, just having the goal of not being on mute yeah. three times this podcast. So going on with that. Um, but yeah, ready to jump into some handicaps on some MLB games. How about you guys? Yeah, if you missed that. No, I got the hat trick up last night. Three times he was caught on mute. It was a world record. Um, he will be in that book when they, when they reprint it around Christmas time, the Guinness Book of World Records. No, I will be in there. Uh, and third wheel tonight, Mr. Dylan Rockford. Dylan, what's happening? What's going on, boys? Good to be with you. Uh, we're looking for a bounce-back day. We didn't have a great night yesterday, so uh, let, let's get right into it. Uh, and our fourth wheel, Moonaf Manji, is uh, like big brother. He's God's eyes. He's keeping an eye over the naughty children from afar. He's uh, going I do north. think we have to acknowledge today, yesterday, Dylan touched on it. I, I put out a tweet, and I finished the lyric of the photograph. For some reason, I thought that was great. For some reason, I in the morning I thought of "Photograph" by Nickelback. Great and song. It, I it I love Nickelback. Honestly, it's a hot take that they're bad. But anyways, <laughs> um, it, it's look at this photograph, and then the next line I just finished it off with like, uh, every time I see it, it makes me laugh because we went one and seven, and there was all red, so it was pretty funny. <laughs> Yeah, I think we we spent the first 10 minutes of the show yesterday touting how well we'd done over the last yep. few days and last week and locks and dogs hitting. And then we, sure enough, we piled up a one in seven night. Um, <laughs> Congrats I was, on the one like... win, Malcolm. I was just, yeah, thank you very much. It was me. So uh, was I was just me. telling, I was just telling you boys earlier, I've gone full D gen tonight. There was a, there was a slate of uh, football matches here in England and I put a 19 team parlay on. <laughs> tonight for ten pounds, um, and what I got? <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, I managed to hit sixteen, sixteen for nineteen, um, which isn't really very good. It, the whole thing only paid four to one, uh, but I had a go, and you know it was all it was. It was fun ticking them all off as they came win one by one, but I never made it to nineteen. But um, fun imagine games. you hit that. Yeah, like I say, it wasn't going to make me rich, but um, I did make myself. When I clicked the button, uh, it says your bet has been placed for a 19-leg parlay. That's a good feeling. Um, yeah, Moonoff said yesterday was his worst day ever because it finished with Malcolm saying that his, uh, Moonoff was going to be his NFL week one date. Yeah, Moonoff, honestly, he's going to be so sick of me by the end of that little trip. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> I can't wait. you got to record it. Yeah, but you'll be getting some somebody sort of... To pay somebody to blog... <laughs> Be getting some sort of court injunction against me or something. I'm go, gonna pester. Go him. bring Bob and have him vlog you guys. <laughs> I don't need a ten year old boy to pester. I'll. Uh, I'm very good at doing that. <laughs> I've got about. I've got about two years worth of pestering to s- squeeze into seventy two hours. Um, so it's going to be hardcore. But very much looking forward to that trip. That's three weeks tomorrow. Yeah. Um, is it two weeks tomorrow? Three weeks. You guys tomorrow. are recording MLB shows out there, right? I, well, I hope so because if we don't, then you two are going to be on every night. Um, no, I think issue... it's going to be. I think it's going to be great because you guys are going to be drunk and it's just going to be more lively. <laughs> I, we got to do it. That is the issue. I'm going to be full of beer for a large period of that trip. So that's, um, that's good. Yeah, Moon after a drink either, so that's not going to help his mood, is it? Having <laughs> 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 to put up with me full of beer so yeah good luck Moonaf. something to look forward to soon um the chat is popping off as always uh 
Dryden is in there. I heard Dryden. He was in the uh, chat on the what? What? It was the Los Angeles Rams podcast uh, that I listened to today, uh, and Dryden was in the chat there with some ridiculous NFL takes. I can't remember what it was, <laughs> but I remember hearing the name and having a little giggle to myself. Uh, so, welcome tonight, Dryden, and everyone else who's listening. Right, let's get amongst it. We have. 14 games to tackle for tomorrow. A lot of day baseball. In fact, the, the takeoff times are spread out all the way through the day. Um, earliest game is a 12.35 Eastern first pitch between the Atlanta Braves and the Pittsburgh Pirates. Uh, Kyle Wright will go for the Atlanta Braves. Mitch Keller is on the hill for the Pirates. Atlanta prohibitive, minus 2.35. Pittsburgh are the big home dog at plus 1.94. Total at eight and a half, uh, and we will let D Rock lead us off with this one, Dylan. Yeah, give me the Braves here in this one, Malcolm. Uh, they killed they killed me in the first game by only winning by one. But I got to fade Mitch Keller here in this spot. He's been awful at home, and the Pirates have lost four straight games at PNC Park when he started. So I can't trust him or get back or put him against anyone right now. So especially one of the best teams in the league in the Braves. So the Braves, they've owned the Pirates as well this season. So I think this one's easy. I'm going to take the Braves on the run line here. Yeah, it did look like one of those sort of boring games. I actually came down slightly differently here. I came down on the under because Keller... He hasn't been terrible at home. He's been kind of serviceable. So if Wright didn't keep Pittsburgh quiet, and let's be honest, the Pittsburgh bats are often quiet. Um, Atlanta are going to have to do a lot of the heavy lifting here themselves. Um, so eight and a half just looked a hair too high for me. Um, I think this could be maybe six to one or something like that. Uh, so, yeah, we'll take it under eight and a half uh, there for me. Uh, Noah? I told Dylan, beware of that little spot, the travel spot with Atlanta coming to Pittsburgh. You know what? They still won the game, though, and this team has just been winning games over the last two weeks. They're 12-2 and in their last 14 games. They're 6-0 and in their last six road games. Keller, he is a little rough record-wise at home. Sure, he's serviceable, but is that good enough against this Braves lineup? I don't know. So um, I'm going to go with Dylan here and give me the Braves. Okie doke. Uh, next up, we will go to uh, 110 Eastern first pitch. The San Francisco Giants at the Detroit Tigers. Logan Webb will go for San Francisco. On the bump for Detroit will be Matt Manning. The lines are minus 170 for the Giants. The Tigers, another home puppy, plus 145. Totally are set at 7.5. Uh, no your Detroit Tigers. Tell us how they're going to win tomorrow. They are my Detroit Tigers, but I'm having trouble claiming them right now. They're just rough, 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 rough. But the Giants, they're 4-11 in their last 15 road games. Detroit, they suck, but, I mean, they're 5-13 in their last 18. So pick your pick your poison with both awful trends there. The Giants, they have the web, sl- web slinger going and Logan Webb, 11-6, 308 ERA, 124 strikeouts, 42 walks, and 154.2 innings pitched. He is one of my favorite pitchers in the game right now, but he has a 495 ERA in his last five games. He's faced the Diamondbacks twice, Oakland once, the Pirates once, and the Dodgers. Four of those five teams are awful. So he's not very, not in very good shape right now. Matt Manning, he's 0-1 on the season in six starts. His last start off the I.L., was against the Los Angeles Angels. They're one of the worst offenses in the league, hard to believe, with Otani and Trout. But Manning went seven frames, six punches, one walk, three hits, and the only run was off of a Jared Walsh tank. So there weren't many runners on to begin with. The Tigers lost that game 1-0, though. So, anyways, I might have been wrong on Matt Manning. Uh, I, I said he really just has a flat 95 fastball, and it's scary because... The faster it comes in, the faster it goes out, and something that's not downhill is easily hittable. But he came out, and he had a new pitch. He had a slider, and it generated nine of his 14 swing and misses in that game. If he can be consistent with that pitch, I think he could be uh, – I, I could really love him. I don't know how much potential he's got, but uh, he could provide nice value in some games here. And in result. Because the Giants are so bad on the road, Matt Manning showed a pulse along with the seventh-ranked bullpen in the MLB. I think there's some value on the Detroit Tigers here. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Dylan? 
Yeah, I want to address the chat real quick. Drayden said, uh, <laughs> Noah said rough, rough, and then his dog started barking. So <laughs> you started it. Um, honestly, Noah, I, I kind of agree. If I were to take a shot on a dog, especially a home puppy, I, I like the Tigers here. I only made the Giants a minus 140 favorite, so I see plus 152s out there with the Tigers. But I love the under in this spot. I was able to grab an A under, but... I made my total like 6.7. The Tigers' unders are a gift this season. They just keep on giving three, six, and one toward the under their last 10 games. Four of their last five games have gone under. While the Giants, they're also an under team. Three, six, and one toward the under their last 10 games. These two teams played a two-game series back in June, and both of the games were like 3-1, 4-1. I like Matt Manning at home, too. In his first two starts at home, he's only allowed one run. I think he's more manageable than uh, Mitch Keller, so... I think this game screams <laughs> under, and I also I, I lean with the Tigers here. I think they could upset the Giants. Yeah, so taking a little bit from both um, both your handicaps, that I hadn't ruled out the Tigers at all, um, and Matt Manning, I, I like him. I think I think he's got better days ahead. And then taking what Dylan said about the number, Dylan's number being at six six point eight, with this being a low scoring game, and I think Detroit can keep this. Handy. The angle I've taken is Detroit on the run line, which I'm seeing at minus one fifteen. So relatively close game. Um, even so, if the Giants knock them off three to two or something like that, I love that run and a half start that Detroit are getting. Um, so I'm going to take Detroit on the run line, uh, minus one fifteen. It's a good play as well. Thank yeah, you like very that. much. Three ten Eastern first pitch is the Texas Rangers at the Colorado Rockies. Martin Perez, left-handed pitcher for the Texas Rangers. Uh, Noah's guy, Jose Urenia. We'll go for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, Texas are minus 125. Colorado are plus 105. Uh, the total here is set at 11. Martin Perez is 9-4 and four on the season. He has a 280 ERA. He's pitched 148 innings with 132 strikeouts. Urania is 2-4, and four, 471 ERA, 57 and one third pitched and 30 punches. Perez on the road has been... Uh, Really good, five and two so far this season. Two ninety four ERA. Um, he did have a bad start at Houston on August the ninth, thrown in there as well. But that one's very much been the outlier, I think. The only little red flag is that he's faced Colorado once this season, gave up four, sorry, three earned runs on four innings. Um, but I think the positives far outweigh one bad start. I think it's just coincidence that that was against the Rockies. Um, Irenia, he settled into a pattern of mediocrity, which is kind of what we expected. Uh, he's got a devilish 666 ERA in his last five starts. Uh, whips really high as well. He's letting a lot of ducks on the pond. Um, we do like Colorado's home generally, but I think the presence of Irenia negates that for them, that home advantage. I think we're getting a great price here on a considerably better pitcher. I saw minus 115 earlier on. Uh, which I snapped up, gone to minus 125, uh, still good enough for me. So I'll take the Rangers uh, with Martin Perez, Dylan. Yeah, I got it at minus 115 as well. I'm on the Rangers here with Martin Perez going for them. I actually made him a really heavy favorite. I'm a little higher on most uh, than other people excuse me so i made him a minus 150 favorite like you said i think we're getting a good price with the better pitchers uh the rangers they're playing some good baseball right now they won four of their last five while the rockies i think they're struggling right now they they did sweep the rangers back in april but i just think this is a much different team Perez, one and three in August, but his starts haven't been terrible, I don't think. I think if the Rangers give him at least three, four run support, I think he could limit the Rockies' bat. So I'm going to take the hotter team, give me the better pitcher. I'm going to take the Rangers here on the money line. Uh, Noah, you liked um, runs in Colorado last night. How do you feel about this? Yeah, I, I like it again here today. Um, first off, when we're choosing a side here in this game, I think this is one of those games that I want to see what happens Monday before I bet on Tuesday, uh, just because that was a big travel spot for the Rangers on Monday, and that was why we loved Colorado, along with Dane Dunning being terrible on the road, and then he was also going to get killed by Coors. Coors isn't a normal away trip. It's Area 51 for pitchers. Um, Martin Perez 
doesn't look like he's going to fare well either. His two most used pitches are sinker and a changeup, 35% and 28%. He does love throwing his cutter, though, as well at 24%. Expect more cutter usage, more fast, more four-seam fastball as well. That's below 10%. And look for him to abandon that sinker. If he can do that and do that effectively, I give him a much bigger edge against Jose Urena, who throws over 50% of his pitches sinkers. So with that... I would probably lean Rangers, but I want to see how they how their bats fare here in Coors in the first game. But again, love the over 11 here in this spot. I'll take that. Uh, all of the numbers that we're giving out here, you can find at WinBet, our headline sponsor here. Um, WinBet is the perfect place to bet MLB with their reduced juice on all baseball games. You can still use the Bet 100 to get a $100 free bet as well. And the WinBet Casino is always open 24 hours. You get 100% deposit up to $1,000. Loads to choose from. Head to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. Uh, And they know that we sent you sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you are someone who knows a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Odds Trader, a relatively new sponsor here. Outstanding tool. If you're a bit of a DJ and you can pick your 19-team parlays on here, no problem. Uh, you'll get all the different sportsbook odds comparisons, all the sign-up codes and promos and bonuses, so you're getting best value for your money. Then on top of that, you'll get your player statistics, key game stats, injuries, weather reports, uh, play-by-play play by play updates, live scores, etc., as well as a bet tracker so you know exactly where you are. All of that at oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Um, Odds Trader is the number one site for all of your game day bets. And don't forget, run your pool. Um, run your pool, the home of competition, bringing all of us sports fans together uh, with your social circles. Loads of different types of games, pick em, survivors, fantasy pools. Uh, we've turned teamed up with Run Your Pool to host a pool for our official SGP and NFL Survivor Contest. I'm hopping now to reserve your spot. $500 cash and a $250 gift certificate. Um, for the SGPN store to the winner. Sign up today at play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. That's play.runyourpool.com slash SGPN. 3.37 Eastern first pitch is the Miami Marlins at the Oakland Athletics. Uh, two lefties on the hill here. Jesus Lazardo goes for Miami. And Cole Irvin will go for Oakland. Uh, Miami, minus 120. Oakland are even money plus 100. Totally is at six and a half. Uh, Dylan, I think there was some shenanigans in the Coliseum last night. I've seen uh, I've seen some good videos posted to some boys with their waving some signs around as well. Uh, what do you make of um, Miami at Oakland? Yeah, give me my first home puppy. I actually made the A's a minus 120 favorite with Cole Irving on the mound. So believe it or not... I think the A's are playing better ball right now than the Marlins. They just took two or three from a good Mariners team. While the Marlins were only able to score four runs the entire series against the Dodgers. So Cole Irving, he's been great at home this season. And his ERA is a little inflated just because of that one last start. Gave up five runs in six innings. But I think we see a bounce back start from him. And just like last uh, game, if I feel like if the team, the home team, if they're able to give them some run support, I think they could sneak out a win against a Marlins team struggling to score runs. So I'm going to take the A's plus 102. I got it. But any any plus price I like. Excellent. Noah? Yeah, Cole Irvin loves pitching at the dump. Uh, Insano in the chat, 212 home ERA, 488 road ERA. Uh, give me Irvin and the A's at home. Um. I've got the over written down here, over six and a half. Um, and it's really not a very inspired bet. It's not a particularly <laughs> good lead here. In fact, the, what I've written down is, I don't know, maybe some players score some runs. Is that uh, in-depth handicap that I've got written next to my... I yeah, just, I mean, hopefully. Yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. yeah, nothing more complicated than that. <laughs> I don't want to back Miami. I, mean, I don't want to back Oakland. Um, if I was going to have a pizza bet, I would do that and then cheer on everybody to see if they can put bat to ball. But yeah. I wouldn't be uh, putting much stock in my handicap on that one. Yeah, honestly, if you're ner- if you're nervous about either one of these bullpens, because Bender, their closer for Miami, is still out, and Oakland has one of the worst bullpens in the league, take your first five money line and uh, you know have fun with that. <laughs> 
4.10 Eastern first pitch, the Cleveland Guardians at the San Diego Padres. Cal Quantrill is confirmed for the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, the Padres, I have had Hugh Darvish going down, uh, but his name, he's been up and down like a bride's nighty on yeah. the MLB website all day. Um, so there's no odds on this one. He's not officially confirmed. Uh, no, no lines on this then. Um, but I'm pretty sure it's Quantrill v Darvish, so you can tell us as much or as little as you like about this one. Yeah, I have a full handicap on this one because I am expecting you, Darvish. And we made this one our headliner game of the day. It's right there on the ticker at the bottom of your screen. Uh, Do you want to? I'll jump in then, Dylan. Did you make? Did you make some lines on this? Maybe might help yeah. Noah. No, I honestly didn't because, like we were talking about before we went live, I, I just kept seeing Darvish get pulled and pulled off, and I just wasn't yeah. unsure. So it was weird. Within like ten minutes, yeah. he had appeared and then disappeared again. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the Guardians—they're ten and four in their last fourteen games. The Padres—they're nine and four in their last thirteen home games. I think I have a question to ask you guys here if we want to make some conversation out of this. What do you think the public perception of the San Diego Padres is in the betting community? Do you think that they're a little bit fed up and with the performance lately, like with all the hype that they've gotten? Because I feel like if a casual person, a casual person is going to continue to bet on the Padres. But if we're talking about like gamblers, are they like off? Because this could be a public play if it comes out and it's below minus 150. But if this thing comes out above minus 150, I think the Padres could be like a sharper play. The books aren't going to offer them under minus 150 if they think they can win. I think that that was going to be the answer to the question with um, the general public with rather than the betting people. People are looking at it, DND. If I went down to Newcastle Night Talks practice tonight... Yeah. and ask them boys, they'll say, oh, yeah, the Padres, Juan Soto, Machado, they'd say, yeah, definitely take, not knowing how kind of anemic the Padres have been and how alarming they've been, if you have been a better, because you could, you just can't put your money behind them. And I think the, the books are pricing them up too short as well. There's a lot of name recognition in there. And there is something particularly peculiar about them. I mean, that Washington series, um, going back to the middle of last week, um, was really alarming. Just a head scratcher, like so. Yeah, I think yeah. the the public will just be backing them kind of almost blindly. Um, but yeah, the 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 shops uh, or the squares, whichever way, um, certainly won't be Dylan. <laughs> yeah, so, I, yeah. Hey, go ahead, Dylan. No, I was just going to say, I, I completely agree, Malcolm. I think if they, pri a casual fan or baseball watcher, they're, if they see the Padres minus 150 or below, they're just going to hammer them. But yeah. you really got to think if. I think Cleveland's been playing better ball than uh, the Padres. They, they, there's no way they should have split against the Nationals. Then they lost two of three from the uh, Marlins. The Marlins can't. They're, they shouldn't. They shouldn't beat them. So, if if I'm able to get a plus one fifty or better, Cal Quantra. I, if they're struggling against that pitching staff, I think he he'll have even a better outing. Yeah. So here's my handicap, though. So on the season, San Diego. Average is 4.4 runs a game. On the season, the Cleveland Guardians average 4.34 runs a game. You look at the last three games here, San Diego has two and a half runs a game, and Cleveland has four and a half runs a game. Um, I think that's like one edge. Also, Cleveland, I think, has a little bit of a better bullpen. But starting for the Dodgers, hopefully, I guess, for this handicap, is you, you Darvish. And I think that kind of gives the Padres an edge for this one matchup on paper. Cal Quantrill, he's 9-5, 377 ERA, 88 strikeouts, 37 walks, and 136 innings pitched. He has a 408 ERA in his last five starts, 439 road ERA away from progressive field, which is massive. Um, San Diego, Yu Darvish, 10-7, 339 ERA, 147 strikeouts, 27 walks, and 148.2 innings pitched. He's a menace at Petco Park. In his home park, he has a 233 ERA. It sucks that we don't have lines on this game because, like I mentioned, I tipped my hand. Anything above minus 150, I think I love that price. I think that the Padres definitely like could win this game, knowing that the books don't want to take action on that uh, like high price. If they open under minus 150, I think that there is some – um, an argument that we made for Cleveland that they could muck this game up. 
keep it low scoring against Darvish. Get into the Padres bullpen that has been struggling lately, where Cleveland does have the advantage there. They have a better arm burn. I think they have a puncher's chance if they can get into the late innings. My guess here is just lean under, really. Uh, Dylan, did you uh, make a number on this one at all? Uh, I don't imagine if it is you, Darvish and Cal Quantry, if it's anything lower than a seven and a half or seven, I'll go under as well. I totally agree with Noah plus one fifty or better. I'm going to hammer uh, the guardians because I actually, I'm glad that they won their last game because on the spread this season, San Diego's 29 and 38 coming off of a loss there. That's bottom five in the league with Miami, Detroit, Toronto, and Washington. Not good company you want to be in. So I honestly like I like the under and I like Cleveland. Yeah, the, the under was my lean. I hadn't seen a number. I've, I've written down take under eight if available. So from what you're saying, maybe it was a little bit ambitious and it's going to be nearer seven and a half. But I like one. So he got two, two of his last three starts. Um, he's got a seven inning score, a seven against Toronto, and a six inning score, a seven against Houston. Uh, so that's plenty good. And if a few Darvish does go, um, he can limit Cleveland as well. Uh, yeah, and that looks like a, a stone wall under to me. So mm-hmm. uh, that was the side I came down on. It. I say I was uh, ambitiously hoping for an eight, but yeah, it looks like a seven and a half. I'll happily take the seven and a half too. Four ten Eastern first pitches the Washington Nationals at the Seattle Mariners. Annabelle Sanchez will go for Washington and George Kirby towards the start for Seattle. Washington are. Uh, Plus two fifty, Seattle three to one on minus three hundred. Totally at seven point five. Um, Annabelle Sanchez zero and five six forty three ERA has pitched thirty five innings with twenty six Ks. George Kirby five and three record three forty seven ERA ninety and two thirds pitched ninety three strikeouts. Um, Annabelle Sanchez was a bit of a laughing stock until. He trotted out against the San Diego Padres, who we've just discussed last time, and gave up one hit and one earned run in pretty miraculous performance because I don't know where it came from. Um, <laughs> and even that, that lowered his ERA in his last five games to 648. Um, before that, he'd given up three, four, four, and six. So I don't really think you can trust him. Although I've just flicked back through my little pink notepad here, and I've got this game. I must have handicapped this game last maybe Thursday or Friday night. And I've got the exact same handicap. Sanchez, horrible. Uh, you Darvish was going for uh, for the Padres and they got it completely wrong. Uh, George Kirby, he's won his last three games um, in a row. Um, has only given up three, two, one and two uh, earned runs in his last four starts. I'm going to handicap it. I'm going to back my own judgment. I'm going to handicap this exactly the same way as I handicapped the um, Washington-San Diego game when Sanchez pitched last week. Sanchez has got to be good for a few runs here. Um, and I think Kirby can chip in as well. I think Washington they can score some runs. And like I say, Kirby's given up three, two, one, and two. So the seven and a half looks too low to me. Um, I'm expecting Sanchez to give us four or five minimum. And then the rest of the boys together can get us over seven and a half, Dylan. Yeah, 100% agree here, Malcolm. Mariners, huge favorite for good reason, I think. But I'm going to attack the total just like you. The number's too low. I set my total at 8.5. So even if the nine, if it jumps to like an 8. Actually, I got it added at a 7.5 as well with you. So I like the over. The Mariners, they've been involved in a lot of high-scoring games. In their last 10 games, the over is 7-1-2. And, and they've gone over this number in four of the last five games. Can't trust Sanchez either. I think Kirby is good for one or two. Both both pitchers capable of giving up some runs. So give me the over with you, seven and a half. Yeah, Sanchez is a home run prop actually was something. I'll have a look at the Seattle lineup because he does give up uh, the long ball. Sanchez, even that, that one run on one hit against the Padres um, was a long ball. So someone is going to go yard. Uh, so have a look up and down that Seattle lineup and try and choose your poison there. Uh, Noah? Yeah, there's not really any more ways to dice up this game other than me just adding what I typically have added over the last month is that Kirby is on a little bit a limited pitch count. So um, no more than really 75, 80 pitches in his last four starts. So um, this Seattle bullpen has been getting better over the season. I'm still a little bit weary of it because of how they started the season. But uh, yeah, I think it's still Seattle. 
Still Seattle for Noah. 7.05 Eastern first pitch. The Cincinnati Reds at the Philadelphia Phillies. Graham Ashcraft will go for the Cincinnati Reds. And Christopher Sanchez, left-handed pitcher, unfamiliar name, will go for the Philadelphia Phillies. The Reds are plus 190. The Phillies minus 225. Uh, Totalia is set at eight. Dylan, um, Phillies seem incredibly short uh, with Christopher Sanchez on the mound. Yeah, it seemed a little short. I actually only made the the Phillies a minus 190 favorite, to be honest. So I I do see some value here with the Reds, but I'm going back to the well and with this play over seven and a half. Now it's up to eight, but I went over in the first game. It ended 4-1. Hopefully we see more runs in this one. I do like Graham Ashcraft, but he does give up a little more contact on the road than at home. So if the Phillies bats come alive, they can easily put up five, six runs. We just need a few from the Reds here. We also have seven-mile-an-hour winds blowing out of right field. So hopefully that will give us a lift, but I'm going to go over seven and a half. Uh, Noah Cincinnati at Philly. You know, this is another one. I mentioned it yesterday on the podcast. This Phillies defense is a little rough. Um, I don't know much about Christopher Sanchez. I'm just going to be honest. But this Reds lineup is middle of the road in the MLB this year against left-handed pitching. Against right-handed pitching, they're atrocious. I think they have a fighting chance in this game. Now, I'm not going to give it out as a dog, but I'm definitely not going to give out Philly on the money line. So, um I might just end up taking the play that uh, Malcolm did with the Tigers earlier on. Plus one and a half for the Reds is minus 110. That would probably be my favorite pick here because I don't know what side to come down on either because Ashcraft, he's better on the road. And again, I don't know much about Sanchez, so I'm not really going to touch that total. So plus one and a half on the Reds for me here. Mate, that's a really good idea. I I left myself three options here, and I think I need to stick to my guns because – when I handicapped and made my picks earlier on, I had the over seven and a half written down that Dylan's already given out. Um, I was then actively looking for a dog because we, we like we give our dog picks at the end of the show. And I couldn't find one. I've often got four or five dogs to choose from. And tonight I haven't. Um, so I was trying to manufacture one. So then I've got Cincinnati plus 190 box stuff. Um, but I, it's not something I'm convinced about. So I think the middle ground um, with that pick is the Cincinnati on the run line. Uh, which you've just pointed out now. But I am going to stick with my original play, um, which you should do. My instincts uh, and nearly always a a better idea than changing your mind's a disaster. I'd rather lose with this first one uh, than change my mind and lose with the second one. That's a disaster. So uh, I'm going to keep it with the over seven and a half. And I will, as we are recording, look around and find a dog somewhere. You're an eyeball and a gut sharp, and I love it. Okie doke. I have no idea what that means. cash for you. That was that was crazy in the preseason, but you know what? It looks yes. smart as hell now. Oh, mate. You're far too kind. <laughs> um, 8.05 first pitch is the wrong game. 7.05 first pitch, game. however, is the right game. It's the Chicago White Sox at the Baltimore Orioles. Lucas Giolito will start for uh, the White Sox. And Spencer Watkins goes for the Baltimore Orioles, where the lines are... Chicago minus 115, Baltimore minus 105. It's tight. Totally is set at eight. Noah lead us off with the White Sox at Baltimore. Chicago is one and four in their last five games, and Baltimore, they're great at home. 14 and six in their last 20 at Camden Yards. Uh, same handicap for me as yesterday. If the W's, not the O's, they are the W's, continue to have. The shorter or the dog price, I think you have to keep taking them at home. Another top dog not in good form lately for the White Sox takes the bump. And Lucas Giolito, he's 9-7, 534 ERA, 132 strikeouts, 44 walks, and 116.1 innings pitched. Um, he pitches better on the road to a 424 ERA. Uh Spencer Watkins, he's going for Baltimore here. He was great with the kids during the Little League Classic. Uh, it was fun watching him in Williamsport. He's 4-3, 404 ERA, 48 strikeouts, 22 walks, in 78 innings pitched. He has a Camden Yards ERA of 462, 478 ERA in his last five starts. So with that said, we know what we get from Watkins. He's going to give you three runs against him in his five innings, and he's going to hand the ball off to a great bullpen in the Orioles. 
for Giolito, it's the inconsistency that I have trouble backing. So give me the Orioles of money line for me again here. Okie doke. So Baltimore for Noah. Dylan, do you agree? Yeah, this line opened up as a pick but I was able to grab a plus 105 with the Orioles. Another home puppy for me, Malcolm. I actually made the Orioles a minus 120 favorite. This might sound crazy, but I think the Orioles are a better team than the White Sox, and they've owned them this year as well. They've won three of, their last four, uh, three of the four against Chicago. Now going into Baltimore, where the Birds, they're 35 and 23 straight up at home. I don't think this is a good spot for Giolito as well. He just got shelled in his last start against the Astros. Now having to go to Baltimore on the road is no easy task this year. So give me the birds to keep it rolling on the money line, plus 105. Um, I wasn't good enough to work out a side in this one, so I went back to a tool. Um, and I was leading towards the over. Just a couple of the reasons that Noah explained. I think you're going to get three or four runs possibly out of both pitches. Um, four of the last five starts that Spencer Watkins has made. Um, there's been 10 runs, nine runs, nine runs, and then eight. So I'll take a push at eight. Um, and then we went we went three out the last four. So I'm going to take over eight here. Um, and I will also give you Anthony Santander uh, to hit a home run. Next up is going to be a 7-10 Eastern first pitch between the LA Angels and the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, Mike Myers will go for the... Los Angeles Angels and the lefty Shane McClanahan takes the ball for Tampa Bay. We have lines of um, Los Angeles plus 215, big price. Tampa Bay prohibitive at minus 255. Total is set at seven. Uh, Mike Myers for the Angels has a record of 1 and 0 with a 522 ERA. He's pitched 29 and one third with 17 strikeouts. McClanahan is 11 and 5, 229 ERA, 141 and one third, 173 strikeouts. Um, Myers is making his first start here. Um, so it looks kind of, it had the look of bullpen day about it, but then actually, I think you might get four or five out of Myers. So not strictly uh, an entire bullpen day. He's not, he's not going as an opener. I think you'll get four or five out of him. But then he's going to turn over to that Angels pen, which isn't particularly good. Uh, McClanahan hasn't been at his best recently. He's got a 4.40 ERA in his last five starts. He's lost a couple of those. Um, two, two, four, and five um, earned runs given up in those last four. So a slight concern. And they were against bad teams as well: Kansas City, uh, Baltimore, Detroit, and Cleveland. So not the not the high octane teams anyway. This was a really ugly game to handicap. You know, at one point I've got no bets written down, um, but I wouldn't do that to you. What I'm going to do is go for the Shane McClanahan strikeout props. Um, I think you're going to get innings out of him. He's going to go long enough into the game. I thought if there's an over six and a half, um, then that's what I would take uh, for Shane McClanahan. Unfortunately, I wasn't good enough to work this out any other way than to take a player prop. Uh, Noah, strikeout props. The last couple I've ventured on the podcast over the last couple of nights, you haven't been very thrilled about. So what do you make of this one? Um, again, I don't know if I am. Give me a second. I'm, I'm doing this to... wrong. It's all right. No, yeah. no, um, give me a second. I'm going to try to find his pitch counts because I'm still nervous that he's being limited here coming down the end of the season too. And I think that's somewhat in his head because like you mentioned, he's played against rough opponents and he hasn't really racked up those McClanahan like strikeout numbers. And I mean, like he's, you mentioned, he's gone seven innings twice, and then six, six and a third, six and point six. one and four point one. So yeah, yeah, the four point one he was getting shelled though. So yeah, it wasn't the amount that, of pitches he was throwing. I just think that like this is his second season in the MLB. This is still somewhat of a, a young kid, and they're going to try to limit uh, the wear and tear on that arm, save him for the postseason, and first of all, and say second of all, save him for the long run because this kid's going to be a stud for a long time. I'm not saying I'm not a huge believer in him. I drafted him in almost everywhere in fantasy, and it worked out great. Um, but I'm nervous, so I'm going to look up his pitch count, and we're going to let Dylan take this up for a second. Yeah, uh, another play where I got burned last time, but I'm going right back to it. Give me the Rays minus one and a half here at home. Last time I took the Rays with McClanahan minus one and a half. They lost outright to the Royals. That's the game you guys are talking about. He got shelled, but 
I think this is his last chance for me to back him. It seems like every time I bet on the Rays, they lose, but they should beat the Angels here, especially with McClanahan on the mound. Myers, he is making his first start. I don't know how long he'll go, but Angels in their last 10 games, they, oh no, excuse me, the Rays, they've covered the run line seven out of the last 10. Angels are just one and four in their last five. They're struggling to score runs. Uh, the Rays should win, so give me the Rays minus one and a half. Yeah, that's fair enough. Uh, Noah, did you find what you wanted? Yeah, in the Baltimore start, he only had 81. Against Boston, he had 85. But in his last four starts, he has gotten the 90 pitches. And then against the most recent Baltimore start, he had 100. So he has not been quite limited, I guess, in that form. Um, so, But still, I'm nervous about the strikeout prop because he has 8 4 3 4 in his last four starts. So most of the time that thing's going to open at like six and a half, seven and a half, and he just hasn't cashed it lately. So I'm going to be a little bit hesitant on that place still. Yeah, I just thought the, the eight last time looked like a bounce back after the four, three, four. Uh, so I was hoping he could follow that up. And it did actually make the number six and a half was, was the number I got to. And new, the commenter, just... new commenter in the chat too, Tim. Angels with a 66 WRC plus. That's Munaf's stat in his last two weeks. Uh, they feel like a guaranteed under at this point, which is a good fact. They have played, uh, you know, bad teams there to cash unders as well. So um, the offense still looks limited. Their long ball or nothing, really. Yeah, well, Tampa, yeah, Tampa Bay don't score um, any runs particularly. Nope. So, yeah, w- w- welcome, Tim. Good to have you amongst us. Um, Sleeper, I'm going to tell you about the fantasy app. I think Dylan said he's drafting his home league tomorrow night, his first one of the season. Uh, Sleeper is a great app uh, for fantasy. I assume you use it. I do, as do 4 million other people. Um, but Sleeper, I've added the overall under game where you can win a few quid um, to go alongside your fantasy teams. It's a little prop game, so if you pick your sport pick your players and then pick your props you can win from two to 20 times your money uh, by big and right on those props the little chat box is great as well you can play along with your friends you can tail their picks ride the hot hand so on your mobile phone if you join and use the code sleeper.com slash sgp uh, sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to a hundred dollars that is sleeper.com slash sgp you'll get a hundred Dollar match on your first deposit. T's and C's apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. When you're drafting, you'll need a cup of coffee to keep you nice, bright and breezy as well. Trade Coffee is the place that connects customers to the freshest and best tasting coffee they've ever had. Uh, It connects you with craft roasters uh, from around the country. They have over 450 different kinds in stock, live and ready to ship to you, whether you take it as whole beans or ground uh, the thing to do is take the quiz at drinktrade.com slash sgp take a few boxes give them all the info you need your likes and dislikes and then the real coffee experts uh, who've personally taste tested over 450 roasts they'll get the perfect coffee to you trades are offering new subscribers 30 dollars off the first order plus free shipping when you go to drinktrade.com slash sgp the, so take the quiz. It is drinktrade.com slash SGP and let trade find you a coffee and get you the $30 off. Next up is a 7-10 Eastern first pitch. The Toronto Blue Jays and the Boston Red Sox. A uh, bit of a weird one. This this is off the board at the moment. We've got no TBD pitches, although um, I've got Jose Barrios going for Tampa Bay and Rich Hill will go for the Boston Red Sox. But no lines on this one at all. Um, I'll throw this across to Dylan. Dylan, what, uh, what if anything, could you make of this? Uh, yeah, I didn't have a line for this just because I didn't know Jose Brias was going. But I know I don't really like to back him on the road. He's not really good on the road. But I just think the Toronto Blue Jays are a better team right now. Uh, and they've owned the Red Sox this year. They won the last four of the last five. So... I, depending on it, if Jose Barrios, he can't open up a big favor. If he opens up like minus 130 below, I'll take a shot with them. But anything above that, I'll probably lean with the home puppy. Uh, Noah, did you have anything on this one? No, not really much to add. In his career, Barrios, he's 1-5 with an ERA of 386. Um, since he's joined Toronto, he hasn't lost any of those games. He's gone six innings, six innings, seven innings. 
um, given up one run, one run, two runs. So he has had relatively good starts. One of them was at Boston in 2022. Came on April 20th, so a long, long time ago. But he only gave up one hit in six innings there. So, yeah. Okie doke. Um, if you just saw me waving my arms around frantically, I was trying to use the medium of sign language to get my daughter to make me a cup of tea. Um, make you some fried chicken? Not some fried chicken like she was doing at midnight the other night. Yes, you. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, i <laughs> yeah, got some company here. Uh, so on the grounds I've just said it out loud, I might as well have just asked for the cup of tea rather than me waving my arms around uh, and creating confusion everywhere. Uh, next up is A. 8.05 Eastern first pitch between the St. Louis Cardinals and the Chicago Cubs, where Miles Mikolas is on the bump for St. Louis. Um, TBD officially for the Chicago Cubs, but I've got, it's a new name to me, it's Luke Farrell. Luke Farrell. Yes, Noah, you back me up here. Uh, Luke Farrell going um, for the Cubs. No lines. Um, obviously, we struggled to get lines at the Cubs early anyway. And uh, the presence of Farrell not yet confirmed. Um, but Noah, you are the man with these uh, with these rookie pitches or these call up pitches anyway. So um, anything anything you know on Luke Farrell for us? Actually, there's no record of him pitching anywhere in 2022. Anywhere. He's right. a career lever in five seasons in the MLB. He's only made five starts, 63 appearances, 493 ERA. He has a career whip of 146 and a career K per nine of nine and a half, 4.8 walk per nine. So he walks a lot of guys, but he does get a strikeout almost every inning. Um, the Cardinals are on an eight-game win streak, five and one in their last six games against the Cubs. Cubs five and two in their last seven, including a series win against the Milwaukee Brewers. Uh, Miles Michaelis, he's going for the St. Louis Cardinals. He's ten and nine, three thirty-two ERA, one hundred eighteen strikeouts, twenty-eight walks, and one hundred fifty-seven point one innings pitched, minus uh, some starts in some bad road environments. And now. These are like the three worst road environments in the MLB. You have Wrigley with the wind going out, which he had a blow-up start there. He had a blow-up start at the Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Small shoebox, wind blowing out. And then he had a blow-up start at Coors Field with the Rockies. You take those three starts out, and 10 starts on the road this year. He has a 228 road ERA. He's nine and, uh, they're 9-4 and four, uh, in his... Uh, last 13 starts. I think that's my, my handwriting is getting really hard to read. But anyways, <laughs> I think the Cardinals feast off of this feral guy. I, I don't know where he came from, but I think first fives are definitely in order with Michaelis against Farrell. Then you got your run line, your money line here, team total for the Cardinals. I think I, I'm going to feast on the buffet that is the Cardinals offerings today. I mean, I've got absolutely nothing on this one at all. The only thing I'll say is it's just, I mean, baseball is just incredibly hard to handicap. The, <laughs> the cards have uh, been going along great and a lot of their bats have been doing very well. And then they get shut out this afternoon. That game's just finished. I was finished off the... of them. It was just travel day. Uh, okay, fair enough. Arizona yeah, you like your, Chicago. <laughs> you like your travel spots. Uh, my, cu- <laughs> my, my cup of tea is turned up, by the way. In, uh, so go. thank you. Thank you very much, sweethearts. Sorry? I said, good job, girly. Yeah, good job. Um, so, yeah, nothing on that one. But um, I do, we have one name for the, the cards, actually. Lars Nootbaar. Um, he's been a fun <laughs> DFS player. And he's, uh, I think he could have a, a decent um, back end of the season here. I and mean, I think he might get moved up the order. He can hit for a little bit of power. Uh, so if you want to play some pizza bets on Lars Nootbaar. But he's got a great name as well. Uh, nothing not to like about that. Yeah, uh, Dylan Bader opened up a spot for him. and he's Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's been making the most of it as well. So um, Cards at Cubs. Dylan, did you have much? No, nothing much. I, I, I'll i just tail Noah here. I don't see the Cardinals slowing down. Cubs have been playing all right, but you do have eight-mile-an-hour winds blowing out too. So I think we see runs galore tomorrow. I'd also what? like to add uh, interesting in, uh, talking topics here. Breaking news. I don't know if you had anything else on this game, Malcolm. Breaking Ooh. news. Walker Bueller's undergoing his second Tommy John surgery. Actually, he already did it. He just posted it on Instagram. The Dodgers announced that he was getting his elbow looked at by Dr. Ah. And then Bueller goes to Instagram and saying he has his second Tommy John surgery and he's, his arm is already in a sling. Then, like 10 minutes after that, Fernando Tatis is now undergoing shoulder surgery because 
I mean, he's going to be out till next May. So yeah. um, the Padres have apparently always wanted him to get this shoulder surgery since that first injury, and Tatis has refused. So now with him being out for 80 games, suspended, and half a off season, go ahead and get it. Okay, breaking news as it happens from Noah Benick. Uh, three games left to handicap this evening, uh, the first of which is an 8 Eastern first pitch between the Arizona Diamondbacks and the Kansas City Royals. This was a sneaky good pitching matchup. I enjoyed um, handicapping this one. Um, it's a, a chance for these two guys to take the spotlight when there's not many of the studs um, on display this evening. Uh, Zach Gallen is the pitcher for the Arizona Diamondbacks and Brady Singer um, is the pitcher for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, relatively close on the books, Arizona a minus 125. It's a little home puppy, Kansas City, plus 105. Total is set at seven and a half. Uh, Zach Gallen, nine and two, um, which is an incredible record, bear in mind who he plays for. Um, a 278 ERA with 132 and two thirds pitched and 132 punches. Uh, Singer is six and four on the year, a 327 ERA, 110 innings, 114 strikeouts. Gallon's last five starts, four and zero with a one thirteen ERA. Um, one red flag is a start against Kansas City earlier in the year where he did get shelled. Happy to discard that again as a coincidence, a little bit like we did with the uh, who was it, a Martin Perez start earlier on. Um, Brady Singer, oh, sorry, with Gallon as well, you're getting. Really good length out of him. Seven innings pitched over his last three starts. So I think a number of outs uh, prop, which Munaf um, can often pick, wouldn't be a bad way to go because I think you're going to get to you're going to get to twenty out of Zach Gallen. Uh, Singer's last five starts, one ninety-five ERA. So both of these pitchers rocking a sub two ERA. Um, over their recent performances. So, yeah, it looks like a pitching duel. Uh, both of these offences can be drowsy. Um, so I will take the under seven and a half. And I'd be interested to see what Dylan's uh, Rockford line was. Yeah, made it 7.2. I love the under here, but I'm going to take the home puppy. I actually got the Royals at a plus 120. Even at a plus 105, I still love it. Um, yeah, I, like I said, I made them the favor. Brady Singer, he's been really good at home for the Royals this season. Five and two, 319 ERA. The Royals have won five straight games at home where Singer has started. The Royals, they've only lost two games when Singer Stinger has started in the last two months. So he's been phenomenal. They rally around this guy. I'm going to have to back him against a D-backs team who they're not really good on the road. I don't trust them. I, I do like Zach Gallen. But I think the Royals, I think if they're able to get three, four runs, I think this is their game. So give me the Royals here. Yeah, this was a great game to handicap. You could have attacked this from one of several angles. Uh, which angle did you choose, Noah? Mute. Yes, Noah's on mute. You're kidding. Beautiful. Well done, son. 52 minutes. And if anyone had the over 51 minutes, you can get in the queue, uh, get to the window. Noah, and I'll tell you what, there should be a prize for the first person to type buffoon in the chat box as well. <laughs> anyway, give us your handicap. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, you guys did pretty well, in my opinion. Um, I'm only going to add, because both of these guys I've adopted as K-Prop masters for me. Singer, we talked offline. You you called me out for love in my college, guys. Singer, Florida. Um, I don't know if I'm pointing to it. I'm not looking at the camera. But uh, <laughs> my jersey up there, Florida guy. Um, and then Zach Gallen, North Carolina guy. Uh, Singer, in his last six starts, 12 strikeouts, 10 strikeouts, three strikeouts, six strikeouts, seven strikeouts, seven strikeouts. His props normally open at like four and a half, five and a half. Love uh, that spot if he gets like a five and a half, six and a half here against this D backs offense and Gallon, he normally gets like a three and a half, four and a half opening. They really sleep on these out west low key pitchers. And Gallon in his last start had 12 strikeouts against the Giants, he had six against Colorado at Coors, then eight strikeouts against the Pittsburgh Pirates. So, uh, that would be like, I guess, my new angle for this game is strikeout props on both guys. Excellent, love that. Uh, next up, 8-10 Eastern first pitch, penultimate game, is the Minnesota Twins at the Houston Astros. Dylan Bundy for Minnesota, and the lefty Framba Valdez will be the pitcher 
for the Houston Astros. Um, I haven't seen any uh, lines on this one, and I'm just going to double-check now. Let me see. Oh, I've got lines now. Okay. Uh, Minnesota plus 180, Houston minus 210. Total set at 7.5, and we'll go back over to Dylan uh, to have a look at this one for us. Yeah, I love the Astros here. Minus one and a half. Love this spot at home for them. Valdez, he is better on the road, but he hasn't been terrible at home either. Last outing, he went seven scoreless against the Rangers. And the Twins, they're kind of middle in the pack, 14th in the league versus lefty. So I just don't like the way the Twins have been playing recently. They just got swept. And Dylan Bundy has lost his last three starts on the road. So not a guy I really want to back on the road, especially one of the best teams in the league. Give me the Astros minus one and a half. Okay, so Astros run line uh, for Dylan Noah. The Twins lost three or four against the Rangers. But yes, I'm going Astros here too. I think that Framber Valdez, he's on this insane streak that is like, I think he has like 17 straight quality starts. Um, is outstanding. I don't know where I can find uh, that uh, number because um they keep saying it on like every broadcast and I, I never take a note of it but i think it's like 17 straight starts he has quality starts in every one of them so uh really i think the play here would be like an astros first five or the run line here for me um i'm just going to stick with the unders here um i always lean towards the under on minnesota uh, instinctively exactly the same with houston so when they're playing each other um, it was going to have to take some persuading to get me um, away from the under and nothing I've seen um, or nothing I've heard can persuade me uh, otherwise. So I will take the under seven and a half. Final game, 9pm Eastern is the Milwaukee Brewers at the LA Dodgers. Uh, no picture for the Brewers. Either one of you seen a picture? Uh, no, I have nothing for the Brewers today. I, I saw Alexander possibly, but then they took him down, so... Um, and Andrew Heaney, left-handed pitcher for the Dodgers. Um, no lines, unfortunately, for this one with no pitcher. So uh, we might be finishing on a bit of a damp square here. But um, Noah, anything uh, to add to this one with, with the absence of a pitcher for Milwaukee? I have a good extended handicap here with no pitcher for Milwaukee. Uh, did pretty well for the uh, Cardinals game too. But um Amazing games between these two teams over the last week and a half. And the Brew, uh, the Brew Crew surprisingly won a close, low-scoring game one. That was 1-0 going into the ninth inning that the Dodger bullpen blew, giving up three runs in the ninth. They lost 4-0. Um, although winning that game, the Brewers are still 3-8 and eight in their last 11 road games. I think uh, if the Dodgers put up like a quick three or four runs here on the scoreboard early, the Brewers may not be able to muster up a comeback. Um, for the Dodgers, Andrew Heaney's going. He's 1-1 one one in eight starts, 177 ERA, 52 strikeouts, 11 walks, and 35.2 innings pitched. Heaney's last start was versus this Brewers team. He gave up five runs. Only three of them were earned on five hits. He threw 10 chairs with only one free pass. It would be a good idea to entertain a Heaney game. A Heaney K prop at six and a half or less uh, after that performance, and knowing that he's eclipsed six and a half Ks in four of his eight starts, anything over six and a half, and I'd probably stay away. Okay, dog. Um, I've got absolutely nothing on this one. Uh, nothing pertinent to add, Dylan. Yeah, nothing to add here either. I don't know who's going for Milwaukee. Okay, so we will get to our lock and dog picks in a moment. Uh, first, I'm going to tell you about Babbel. Um, Babbel is an app that will help you. Well, it's more than an app, actually. It's a whole load of different tools uh, that can help you learn a second language. I don't know if you boys learned any. Uh, I'll tell you what you could do with concentrating on English, actually, uh, before you get to a second language in, in high school or college. Uh, but thanks to Babbel, um, it's a language learning app that's sold more than 10 million subscriptions it's a really fun and easy way to learn a new language if you're traveling abroad or you want to connect with somebody that you know or you just want to learn a new skill uh, Babbel is the place to do it you've got 15 minute lessons uh there are 14 different languages to choose from including spanish 
French, Italian and German. They use speech recognition technology, which helps to improve your pronunciation and accent. My accent is absolutely tremendous. Uh, loads of different ways to learn with Babbel. Um, the place to go to uh, is babbel.com slash SGP, and you will save up to 60% of your subscription. That's babbel.com slash SGP for up to 60% of your subscription. You can start your new language learning journey today with Babbel. Babbel is language for life. And finally, Elias, um, the start of the NFL season, just around the corner, the Elias game plan app is the ultimate sports betting and fantasy companion for the NFL, as well as the NBA and MLB. Uh, Elias Game Plan is the sports app. It's the most trusted name in sports. They are the official statisticians of US Pro Sports Leagues, including the NFL. You get player news and player stats and team records, uh, game analysis for betting, fantasy teams, um, or even just impressing your mates. I mean, it's perfect for the preseason as well. Uh, Dylan, you could do this. Get some cramming done before your draft with your buddies tomorrow night. Get your player previews uh, you know what to expect when the regular season kicks off so all of this is at Elias game plan app uh, new features available all the time NFL season right around the corner find Elias game plan app in the app store or play store today okay boys um, fun card that was uh, not many stood pitchers going so some interesting games to handicap um we will let dylan lead off with his lock and dog all right i'll start with my lock i love this play i'll attack a total between the giants and tigers i'm gonna go under a i the tigers unders are just a keep gift that keeps on giving i love matt manning here i think they're live dogs as well so i feel like this game screams under as for my dog, we just talked about it. I'm going to take the Royals here at home. I, I think they have the better pitcher in Brady Singer. And they've only lost two games where Singer has started in the last two months. I think they just rally around this guy. So I, I like the price we're getting here with the Royals. So give me the short puppy at home. Excellent. I love that. Yeah, the Royals were certainly on my radar. And uh, Noah, what have you got for us? Same games as Dylan, different way to skin it, though. Uh, for my lock, I'm going with the under in that D-backs Royals game. Brady Singer, he has a 189 ERA in his last seven starts. And Zach Gallen, he's a zero ERA in his last three starts against the Pirates, Giants, and Rockies. And then for my dog, we're going with the Tigers. I think there's just a little bit of value here that we can juice out with uh, Webb on the road in his last five starts. He has a 4.95 ERA, a little bit worse on the road, though in his last five starts, it was Arizona two games, Oakland once, Pittsburgh once, Dodgers. Four really bad offenses, and he's given up plenty of runs. The Detroit Tigers fit right in there with those bad offenses, maybe even a little bit worse. But man, Matt Manning looks a little bit promising, and then the Tigers have a good bullpen to make up for any little bit of bruise uh, that comes in the first six innings here. So give me the Tigers at plus money. What is the price there? It is, for me, I got it at plus 145. Yeah, that's about right. Um, my lock is going to be the over in the Washington at Seattle game. They're the exact same pick I gave out last time Annabelle Sanchez was on the mound and I was completely and utterly stiffed by it. Um, it can't happen again. It's impossible. Uh, I'm not buying it and they shouldn't be selling it. That seven and a half is way too low. Um, Sanchez is going to give up at least five. Kirby will chip in a little bit. Uh, we'll get to nine or ten. Easy on that one. Now then, you boys have given me a right head scratcher here because I've got Detroit down as my dog. I told you I couldn't find a dog. I've looked around for a dog. I've come down on Detroit and you boys have got there before me. Um, so I either need to call an audible or make it a team ride. Um, the team ride's always fun, isn't it? Um, yeah. It might just make it might make Moonaf cross as well. So I think I'm leaning towards doing it. I'm going to give out what I, I mean. The, the play I gave out when we did this about half an hour ago was Detroit on the run line. Um, but I said I was I was short of a dog apart from Cincinnati, maybe. Um, no, I'll stick with Detroit. Um, the, the play is the run line, but Detroit alive. It's going to be a low-scoring game. Um, one run in it. So why can't Detroit come out uh, the beneficiaries of a one-run ball game? And that, ladies and gentlemen, is everything. Noah's got his hand up. 
I feel like today was a day that Dylan was adopting puppies left and right. Come on, Mel. Yeah, I, I like. I was just gonna say you don't like the athletics. How about the <laughs> Orioles? He was, yeah, he this was is at the thing the center again. <laughs> I'm not normally short of a dog. It's I'm normally have to put three or four of them down. I have to send three or four of the puppies to the farm. So I've got one that I like best. Um, but just tonight, uh, the way it worked out, I didn't have any. So um, Kansas City would have been a good one. You mentioned Baltimore. So, I mean, there's, there's options. There's no real big ones as well. I, I do occasionally like a big daft, fancy priced one, but I couldn't find one. So That's right. <laughs> uh, not, not this time. Uh, we'll, take, we'll, we'll go with the yeah. team, right? We'll go with Detroit. Let's go. Um... Right, no, before we sign off, what's the uh, Little League crack? What do you need to tell us? Uh, Little League crack. Well, the Hawaii team won 6-0 yesterday. They were one hit shy of another no-hitter. But tomorrow, like for this Wednesday slate, I'll actually be at a concert. So we'll not be watching any of these games live. Good times. Uh, Dylan, what are you doing? Uh, nothing much. I hope the Mets win tonight. I was tired of hearing. <laughs> I was tired of hearing all the Yankee fans call up in New York radio. It's the worst. They they are the worst type of people. Yankee fans. What about we've got through an hour and five minutes of this pod without mentioning the guy drinking his beer through the hot dog? He's you a menace to society. It, and Malcolm liked it. He That's disgusting. Be as good. Hot dogs Off good. Off a glizzy? <laughs> glizzy. Uh, I don't know what that means. What's a glizzy? It's, it's a slang term for a hot dog. It's a, it's a slang word oh, okay. for a hot dog. They call them glizzies. Come on, he's me. So, yeah. so I got a question for you. We can't do that. Off, off, off of these straws. So obviously he put the straw through the hot the dog, dog to chug it. The dog. No, there was okay. no straw. I, I think there was. What did he use? No, it was a straw. No, he made a straw. Yeah. He made his he made his meat straw with an actual straw. So <laughs> how many holes does a straw have? It's got one. Two. No. You see, Malcolm. There's just got one. one. It's like one hole. No, it's got a hole at that end. If it only had yeah, one hole, down. you wouldn't be able to get anything out of it because the other end would be blocked up. The more you try to think about, it, the more <laughs> you racked your brain is going to be. <laughs> I thought there was one, but then someone said, "Well, what about your nostrils? Like my my nose is a little crooked, so it doesn't go all the way, but." It's supposed to connect. What the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> yeah, I was oh. going, boys. <laughs> one hour and seven minutes into this podcast. And we have derailed. Um, I am we not. About, we talked about um, hard knocks um, at the beginning of the pod. No, maybe offline. We talked about hard knocks with uh, Dan Campbell saying D's nuts. I'm going to end it with another Dan Campbell quote. He's the best. There's, there's, there's two ends to the uh, tunnel. You know, yeah. sometimes you see the light at the end of the tunnel. Sometimes it's a train. Fair enough. Tell <laughs> that to the bloke with it. I'm going to drink my cup of tea through a hot dog. Uh, thank I'm you, everyone, for joining me. Uh, that was loads <laughs> of fun, Dylan. Noah, thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, who joined in the chat as well. Uh, nice to see a little bit of crackling fizz Love in the happen. chat box. Um, good luck with your picks. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, until then, folks, we will see you down the road. Cheers.